Growing out the pod with Kara Manueli and Amanda Hunt. Hey, furries. I am Amanda. And I am Kara. And we're we're reporting to you live from the Nook in Kara's house instead of the Nook in my house. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a different a different situation. Different situation during the night, so we're drinking rosé. Mm-hmm. And I am figuring out where the notes went that she sent me on my laptop. And that is fun and cool. Uh, and that's like actually a cool BTS for you guys. Like, ooh, what's Kara doing? She's looking for the notes. Found them. So, <laughs> Kara, what's your hair story? What's your life? What's going on? I have a really on? good hair story today. And it br- makes me just feel amazing. And actually, I sent you a picture of it the other day. Um, the patch of my hair that fell out when after pregnancy is growing back. Beautifully, and it's 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 hard to uh, contain its little sprouts on the top of my head. And actually, I was at a wedding the other night, and people were trying to fix my hair, and I was like, "You can't fix that." <laughs> it just was sticking straight up because I like I curled it on accident with the regular hair, so I curl I curled in an awkward manner that um, didn't work. So it was like so, a mattress that where one of the springs had come through the, yep. mm-hmm. and just you couldn't you couldn't go back from that. So. Um, but I'm very happy to say that my hair is growing back, and it does come back. Um, yippee, 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 yippee. So that's my hair story today. That's great. Short and quick. Welcome, no. welcome, just like your hair. Just like my hair right It's now. short and grew back quick. Yes. Um, I have two hair stories. I'm going to just share the positive one, I think. Great. The other one is like, I'm breaking out, but I need to laser, so it's a problem. Mm-hmm. The positive one is that... Furries, I've talked extensively about how I have such dark hair that some of the pigment has slipped out. You know, some of the hair... Just a little slippery. Some of the hair has gotten too tired to be fully dark anymore. And some people would say it's gray. I would say it's been... It's tired. It's just... Um, Yeah. So I, I do dye it, but my hair grows pretty fast. So, like, how often can I really be dyeing this hair? Not as often as the roots are showing up. And before, I had this really expensive Oribe root touch-up spray, and it cost a lot of money. Like I think like twenty-five or thirty bucks, which is like not it's out not of like control, so, right? But it's not crazy. It was a it was a premium product, you know, and it was darker than my hair, so it looked like different kind of roots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I ran out of it at a crucial moment, and so and I had an audition, and I want them to know that I'm young and fun, of course. So. I had to cover up the grays. I go to Target. Of course, already happy. Target. Yeah, already happy. Target is my TikTok. <laughs> your tar- your tar- talk talk tar- tar- Anyway, that was really bad. No, God. no, no. I think it was Back perfect. I think let's like pause so everybody can get themselves back together <laughs> after laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, sad days. <laughs> I found this great spray, and it's oh god, I think it's L'Oreal. So it's not like it's it was like eight dollars. Okay, it was eight dollars, and it matches my hair way better, and the distribution is way better. Like it's more concentrated, and I sprayed it, and I was like, oh, who is this fine young thing? I noticed it today. I was like, your hair looks great. Thank you so much. Not that I I ever thought it doesn't look great, but it looked more vibrant today. That's that's the that's because it doesn't look like um, somebody did an eraser down the middle of my (laughs) part. (laughs) Like it doesn't look like. 
somebody filtered and like forgot to add add like a pretty filter right at the top. Mm -hmm. And I'll just say also, some people have really gorgeous like silver hair. Some people have gorgeous grays. Oh, yeah. Mine is not that. I, I mean, I'm really not going to lie. I think it'd be really pretty on you. If it were uniform at this point, it'd be great. Yeah. But it's patchy and Kara's dog agrees. Thank you, Hazy. <laughs> it's it's just, it's not ready to be that. And I don't think I'm ready to rock that look. So Yeah, you got to be ready for it. You got to really embrace it when you really want it. Don't, don't waste your time if you don't. Yeah, like when I'm ready to play, um, oh my God, who is that woman? I can see her so clearly in my eye, in my mind's eye. Not the woman who played Rizzo. Um, oh, Frenchie? No, she wasn't in Greece, but she, they have, <laughs> it's not Stockard Channing, but it's like another woman who has like two last names as names. Uh, yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. I can't, and I can't articulate it, but she's a white woman around the same age. Okay. And around the same like stature of movie star okay. or television star. And she went gray and she just like, works 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 works, works, really works. Good yeah and so when i'm ready for that i when i'm ready for that i will look up her name and remember it ding dong <laughs> ding dong bringing us to gray to color with glow up season episode four that's right we're in gray jolly old london where it's always raining mate but we are on a very cool makeup shoot for global retailer H&M. Ever heard of them? Heard of H- this is the first time I was like, oh, God, I know that. I know this. It was different than Shark Fitness or whatever. Yeah. Um, Shark Fitness. I did know Cirque du Soleil. I do will say uh-huh. I didn't know that. Have never seen it. Have not seen it. But I, am, I'm clear, I understand that. I'm very aware that there could be clowns. At H&M, I know there are not clowns. And they're doing a makeup line. Yeah. That's the new thing. They're doing a makeup line. And you just know that that makeup is not going to make your skin happy. Like, 100%. I have to say, looking, I was like, when Maya first came on the screen, our wonderful host Maya, I was like, she's doing a wet hair look, which I like. Why don't I like her outfit? This is the first time I don't like it. Oh, we're doing an H&M shoot. Yes. I better close her from H&M. They have to be, yeah. And, like, it's not that I think I'm above H&M. I think everything I'm wearing is from either Old Navy or Target. So same price point. But there's something about H&M where the fabric seems like it wants to scratch you. I agree. I have People are like, go to H&M to get your stuff. And I'm like, I, I have, but I don't. I either the quality I, has fallen off or fallen. I have gotten better standards or both because the spread is so large. Yeah. I think so. I think you're right. And also it's like they try to be like more businessy classic, but like I, I go in there to shop and I'm like, I don't even know it all looks like I'm supposed to go to a board meeting with these outfits. Like I don't But know. also none of those clothes would be appropriate at a board meeting because they like look too cheaply made. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know and where it's it is not fits. about price point. It's about like it's like we know that there's no ethical clothes making in our in in capitalism or whatever, but H and M feels like they want it to be unethical. Yeah, like it feels like cursed or something. I don't think it is an ethical brand, but it's okay. No, it's okay. No, I don't think it's so. okay. So, but that's okay. We're not here to debate the ethics. We're here to talk about Glow Up, season four, four episode four, four. So, we're going to be close up on the makeup artist contouring, uh, and they're at Eagle Wear Studio, which seems cool. I don't know if that's, like, a place people know in London. Why did you go pick that up? Because I didn't hear that. I wrote it down as if, like, I'll ever go there. You know, like, it's like, wow, Eagle Wear Studio. Right? Like, who cares? 
what street is that on? I'm gonna make sure I go there when I go on my tour. <laughs> when the tour bus takes us out of there? Cool. What if we do eventually go on tour with this podcast? Like, well, we're gonna go to Eagle Wear Studios. No we're question, do. we are doing a show <laughs> at Eagle Wear. So come see us in London, mates. Um, everyone's wearing vests, which was very triggering for me. Because I do think it is stupid when people wear vests. I I used to wear vests. Do you wear them now? No. Do you know that the show was shot in the year 2022? I did. <laughs> so it's just like there's something about there's something about me. Robert Frost says something doesn't love a wall. Something doesn't love a vest inside of me. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize her. I didn't really recognize her wearing vests. Like, what kind of... I don't remember. Sophie was wearing a vest. Um, someone else was also wearing a vest. Like, there were at least two, two vests, vests, but maybe more Actually, vests. now that you say that, I can I can picture picture them now. And mm-hmm. if you are not in the band Boys to Men, I don't want to see you in a vest. <laughs> I, I think that they can wear them forever. They made them iconic. It's their look. Mm-hmm. I respect it, you know? Or if you're going to a wedding and you're, and you have a three-piece suit, that's okay. If you're in a tuxedo and I, I think... a Vest is a little bit outdated, but it's fine. Okay. But if you're just wearing a suit vest with jeans, like, yeah, no, well, you know what I mean. I think yeah. If I think I went on a date Are with you a guy, a pickup that... artist, exactly. That's what I think. I yeah. think if I was at a date and I see him come, I'm like, oh no. It's like he put his fedora behind his back just to like reveal it. Like that's what a vest feels like to me. <laughs> is that you're about to reveal the fedora? Yeah, I don't feel safe in that space. No. So. Um, the global director for H&M Beauty, whose name is Marjorie Lacombe Bijonet, I think is how you say it. Um, she's so cute. She looks a lot like Quinta Brunson and she's American. She's so cute. Um, and very young for this, like, mm-hmm. for this amazing, huge like, job. Huge. She's the head of H&M Beauty. Like, I know we just talked shit about H&M for conservatively 400 years, mm-hmm. but like, it is a very large brand that huge. is very, That's like, true. accomplished. Yeah. Um, and she's just like wearing fun blue eyeliner, you know. Like she's in the corporate world, but she's doing it. But she knows how to fun. fun way, and I loved it. Um, which is, it's always the kind of thing that like I buy that eyeliner at Sephora and then cannot wear it. Yeah, I, I really want to wear like the um, like the cool eyeliner that what we that we saw that um, what's her name was wearing. Sophie was wearing or Sophie was wearing and Yon Chin. All her both of them did like cool like. Sailor like, Moon kind of yeah. makeup. I was, but like, it was like, into it. It almost looked like a wrought iron fence or something. Yeah. But, like, conceptual. It's so cool and it's so beautiful. I wish I could get away with it. You could get away with it, but it's a it's a lot of look to do in day-to-day but life. But you also have to, like, have to have the clothes to go. Like, you kind of have to, like, a whole ambiance to it. You have to really strut if that's your look. Yeah. Um, I also think, like... They have a precision to it. Like, I, even if I could pull it off, I couldn't put it on. Yeah. Yeah. It would be shaky hands. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I can barely get, like, my sides of my eyeliner to go th- together. So there's no way I could do, like, a whole, like, intricate star pattern on my eyes. <laughs> Same. Although I am, I think I'm going to buy white, um, white liquid eyeliner. Because have you seen it? Have you seen this on TikTok? Mm. Mm. Send it to me. How the tables have turned. Well, it's not like one thing. It's like a concept that a lot of people talk about on TikTok mm. where you put four tiny white dots. You put a white dot at, on, at the center of your bottom lid, a white dot at the center of your top lid, and a white dot at each of the corners. <gasps> and it makes – it's like a trick to make you look more trustworthy. 
Um, and I've seen a lot of different people do it, and it always looks cute, but it has to be a tiny white dot. Like, you can't see it, diet dot. Like, you wouldn't notice it. Like, Yangchen, mm. in her look, she had a bunch of, like, tiny pearl buttons okay. in between, um, in between, like, the black cool liner, and I would say, like, half the size of those tiny white dots. Okay, I think like, it's very, very small. small. So it kind of gives you, like, a Barbie look or, like, a... You know when you when you see like a doll, like Sailor Moon, for example, they have that like white drawn into their, in their eye, like the shine in their eye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it almost looks like your eyes like glistening or something. Ooh. I'm sure there's some weird, creepy pedophile thing about it, but that's like all makeup, so I yeah, can't. You look to look younger and, and don't like. That's exactly what. Yeah, like there's mm-hmm. only there's only so much I can do to fight the patriarchy inside of me. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna win them all. So <laughs> God. okay, <laughs> so this. this on that note, uh, the summer adver- so they're doing a campaign for their summer advertising. I'm sorry, I just had like an existential crisis. She did. This was I'm feeling it over here. That was I, I said that, and then I was like, oh no, I have to really look at myself. Yeah. But yeah, it's a summer advertising campaign, and the theme is going to be summer night party. Um, you have to use the H&M makeup. And focus on shadows, lashes, and lip colors. And Marjorie wants to see a top-notch glow. Glow. Which is the title of the show, which they should high-five when somebody says glow. Yeah. And I can just imagine, if this is like anything, like the cheap makeup they have at Sephora sometimes, I feel like it's going to leave a mark. It makes me feel itchy to yeah. look at this makeup. And I say that as somebody who just bought really good NYX mm, um, eyeliner. Good. I will say some, but also the, the foundation... I can just see just popping zits, oh. like zits coming through them so hard, and like goiter zits, like the big fats. Or like your face breaks out in like an immediate rash, like mm-hmm. razor burn. Mm-hmm. H and M, we'd love to partner, please. <laughs> if you're like, listening, listen, we, Marjorie, if you're listening, we'd love to partner. <laughs> and we might, we never know, we never tried it, so we'll have to try our stuff, and then we can eat our words. Yes, yeah, send us your free makeup and pay us to promote it, and we'll say anything about it. Like. A lot of podcasts have a thing where they're like, we have ethics. And I will say, we will do anything for money. Yeah. No one has offered us a dime. And when they do, we'll do do anything for them. You will be our favorite people. Yeah. We'll say, H&M, the nicest makeup we've ever put on our faces. Who? Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) We know them. (laughs) Who? You know that old saying? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... Val says, because this is another social media campaign. Yes. A lot of these, what I like about these shoots is like the stakes are kind of high because they say like, okay, the winner is going to be featured on our Instagram, which is looked at in over 50 countries. So that's like huge that's stakes. It's huge super deal. awesome. But it is also like so ethereal. Yeah. Or like ephemeral. I don't know. Which, whichever one means like it'll have ephemeral. Like it yeah. happens and then it goes away. Yes. It's, qu- it's quick. Yeah. It's not like, like with Blowout, um, when they would have, was it Blowout? What was the show? What was the competition show? Blowout? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if that was the name of Jonathan Anton's show. No, that, yeah, that, uh, that, no. Jonathan Anton's show was just called, we did a whole series on it. Hold on. Let, we did all three seasons of that show, and it, it was called made... no, Blowout. Was it's, Jonathan Anton was on the end of it? Yeah, yeah. But he blowout. also had his own he show. Own, sheer genius. Sheer genius. Fuck. Wow. We've both had COVID, and you can—I mean, not recently, <laughs> but 
you can like the, the effects the long-term effects on your brain you just never it's know really what bad. it will take um i'm sorry to make light of covid oh, god i don't have time to edit this episode either so this is oh all. no yeah oh god okay. just uh, sorry if you've been affected by long covid in any way we just couldn't remember the name of well no the, actually show sheer, genius. sheer genius was the competition show yeah blowout okay. was with jonathan Andrew. that's right so okay. sheer on sheer genius they were competing for a magazine spread and that was like so at the early days of the internet and magazines meant so much more. Yeah. So it's just like it's interesting to see how like the world has shifted and so stakes are different not through anyone's fault or like not to like diminish how huge it would be to be like yeah I had this Instagram post and like it got let's say it got a million likes. Like that's a huge thing for and your portfolio. And then from there they'll get so many follows and then they're then from there they'll get sponsors and then from there they'll get money and they get famous <laughs> We've had, like, wine. We've just had, like, a touch of, just a kiss of rosé. So, <laughs> um, okay, so let's see, let's see, let's see. So, yeah, Val says, you want to inspire and catch the customer's attention, but also fit the brief. Um, as per use, as fit per use, the brief. Fit the brief. They underline it and bold it. And Rachel is, like, this Living. is, like, Rachel's... Time. She's a beauty queen, and she does beauty makeup so. She's, she's also so stunning herself. If I she were Rachel. taller, she would just be a model. Yeah, um, she is a model. Sorry, I'm not mad about it. Kara's so she's like she is a model, and then she threw her phone at me. She's so mad, <laughs> but she's so she's just like so pretty. I think I wrote throughout these notes like. God, Rachel's so pretty, <laughs> like, just the she's whole time. Too, too nice. So she's, like, glowing, gorgeous, stunning. Chris is wearing a shirt with cutouts like a harness, and it's um, it's really serving, like, mom who went to Chico's for me. Do you remember his shirt? It was, like, black, and it, I thought he was wearing just a harness at first, and I was like, oh, that's kind of chic. And then it's I realized cutouts. that it was, like, I didn't cutouts, realize. and it looked like something my mom would pair with a, like, tasteful floral capri. Oh, no. So, sorry, Chris. No. For me, it's a miss. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I clearly missed it. It was, it was a miss for Kara me as well, too. but she just purely missed it. So each makeup artist gets a model and an outfit for the shoot and a mood board. I know it says mood board in those notes, but the autocorrect is fierce on the notes app. I get it. So just know that. Just know mood board. that I did write mood board. Um, and Val's advice would be. So she does not tell them this, but she tells the other judges, she's like, I would say accentuate the model's best features, which like is something that I wrote down because I thought it was like good advice for all of us. For everyone to know. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is your best feature? What's the thing you like the best about yourself? And then you highlight it. Yeah. With mm-hmm. four little white dots. With maybe. white dots. I think that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. White dots. White dots, maybe. Or like you have like stunning cheekbones, you know, like. You know that you do. Don't. No, I just haven't. I just have to do that. The the the. So when you how do you highlight a cheekbone? Just putting highlighter on it. Um, you could do like a fun highlight. You could do a beautiful blush. Um, you could do like a wing that is the same angle as your cheekbone to kind of Ooh. like give your face like that dimension. That would make me look really snatched. You could try it. Do it. At least try it. I'll try it. Kara's B day is coming up, so she's looking for hot looks. I'm turning 22 again. Sweet. 
it's great. It is great. You look, you don't look a day over 22. Great, I'll take it. Which actually, I guess, is an insult because you're still 21. You'll be 22 in a few days. <laughs> How dare you age me? <laughs> so <laughs> rude. <laughs> um, Sophie once again has a struggle with like time and perfection, and they put on a whole. Um, they put on a whole foundation and then take it all off and everybody else has moved on and Sophie just like can't but also did white mascara on themselves and I love it. Yeah, white mascara's coming in. It's not for me but I love it on like on somebody who's pulling it off. It's very cool. I did when I went to uh, one of those places where you step in a fridge and you're there for like 30 seconds. What is it called? Um... Me and Gwen did it together. Like cold therapy or like... It's like uh, you go into like sub-zero temperatures for like 20, for like a minute and a half or something. Oh my God. And you come out. It's supposed to be good for your lymphatic system and stuff like that. And did you, you come feel out, like it was? It was a rush. And they put you in this like refrigerator thing and they play music and you're supposed to dance around and they give you gloves and earmuffs and, and socks because your fingers could freeze. Did you guys get sponsored for it? No. Ugh, you should have. We did do it. We did do an Instagram for it because it was that far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I came out with white eyelashes because all the the snow, the, like well, the frozen whatever I had, like the sweat that was on my eyelashes came out. It looked really cool. Oh, that so, is really cool. Nice tangent there. So you and Sophie, white eyelash twins. I lo- love it. Um, Rachel says that she doesn't like going to beauty counters. She tells Maya this. Because there aren't enough options for yeah. dark-skinned women. And Maya's like, yeah, that's also been my experience. Maya was like, my mom's white and I would use her foundation. And, ooh, I looked not good. Because <laughs> you you do want your foundation to be the same color yeah. as your natural skin. And I hope that we're moving in a place where there's more options for everybody. But that's a very common complaint mm-hmm. from darker-skinned women is like, there's like one shade for me. And it's like one shade matches no one you know like you have to have so many options to find like the closest match for you yep um and nancy does a halo eye around her person this is all just random notes we can skip to actually talking about the looks but like lisa's done a gorgeous eye but then lisa lisa's dancing with the devil yes she is she blends the eyeliners and everyone all the judges are like "Ooh, well the main marjorie was like um we don't offer that color and this is going to be on our Instagram and if they want to buy that color they can't because she blended them we've asked for you guys to use colors that they could specifically click and buy and when you want to click this you can't buy it and so that doesn't what fit the brief doesn't fit the brief it doesn't fit the brief and so it's not good for Lisa even though it is really a beautiful it's really look. pretty it looks like a very like a like a rain uh, like a Reminds me of like unicorn colors, like mm-hmm. just really pretty blended. Something I could still probably never pull off. You could definitely pull this off. It's gorgeous. It's very like, um, like a uh, hologram. Yes. You know, like it's really that like so pretty, like neon purple kind of look. It's really cool. I will say I think that that's like a good example of going from amateur to pro. Mm-hmm. Is that you learn like oh. The brief says this, so that means like, like I feel like that was like a valuable lesson. It's a you know? great lesson, yeah. Like I would have known that. No, same. And we'll never be professional. I don't. Th- we aren't currently professional makeup artists. Never say never. But um, it happened. It could. You know, I could freaky Friday with somebody. Who there knows? You go. But it's it's like a good example of you know when you're like, oh, this person's really talented, but they don't know the rules. Yeah. And I, I so I thought it was like 
a cool way for her to learn the rules. Mm -hmm. The show is so nice to everybody, and I really like it. Um, Okay, so Sophie is so far from ready at the 30-minute mark, and it's so stressful. Yes. she's. They are so, like, in their heads. Mm -hmm. So we can just go through these looks. We'll go Luke by Luke. Um, So first we have Rachel's look, and it's so... It's very pretty because her model has freckles and we don't want to hide freckles anymore. I think freckles are gorgeous and they should be shown. And so she does a beautiful highlight, a beautiful cheek, and this beautiful pink eye um, eyeshadow. It looks great. Yeah, it's like a fun – I have similar eyeshadow to this and it inspired me to like try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like a very natural, fresh face. Like yeah. you would see this at a summer party and think, oh, she's only wearing eye makeup. Yeah. You know, she's not going to sweat all this other stuff off, which we know the work that goes into a natural look is so intense. Yep. So then Nancy did a really beautiful choice. She gave her model just like a nice clear lip gloss, dewy, dewy, dewy skin. Mm-hmm. And then like a cool purple eyeshadow and like the shape is really good. She uses like on the bottom and the top, which mm-hmm. I find very inspiring. It makes me kind of want to try that without, but hopefully I don't look like my, um, a black eye. Well, <laughs> I think if I try it, maybe I get punched. But we learned like later in the episode, no spoilers, we learned like if you want to do powder, like a, a, a shade, you need to put translucent powder underneath. So then you can brush all of it, brush all the mm-hmm. extra away, mm-hmm. and it sets. So that's like, I don't know. I'm learning a lot from this show. I, f- I fucking love this show. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Lisa's a little bit, but it's like these gorgeous white, purple, pink hologram colors. But it's unfortunately doesn't fit the brief. And her model is like just really, she looks exactly like the kind of model who is doing that 90s look in 2022. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, it's, like, almost 90s, but it is. It's full 2022. Ooh. So. Chris. 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 The Phew. look is not terrible. She he uses, keep, like, an orange, an orange gold kind of eyelid. Mm-hmm. And, like, just a touch of red on the lips. But then Chris does lashes, and the lashes are not glued down. And so they're, like, they're Coming flying up, up at, on the both inside, eyes. Yeah, on the inside part of the eye, which is... Way more noticeable than the the size of the eye. It's noticeable and also it's very uncomfortable for the model. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised she wasn't like, I'm literally being poked in the eye. Ugh, it's the worst. (sighs) Sophie. Sophie had a beautiful model. The skin does turn out really it gorgeous. Does look the really lip good. is good. The eye is good. Sophie's I like critique, the eye. Sophie's critique is that it's very like juvenile, like that this is mm. kind of a beginner eye shape. And I agree because I could do this eye. I feel like that's very true. I could do that eye first. I mean, I couldn't do the blending. The blending and the colors are really cool. They use a uh, like gold, pink, red, orange kind of flow, and it looks beautiful. It's beautiful, but it either needed to be a whole shape you know like Mm -hmm. it either needed to be a little bit more avant-garde or blend because like you can see the color of the lid on either side and so it's just like sort of incomplete yeah i see once again if you showed up to a party with this look i would say you look amazing but this is not glow up this is real life you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and sophie's not in real life they're in glow up so then we see yang chen's model um with this, like, very cool, like, dusky pink 
pink um pink shade and they've done the inner corners like in towards the bridge of the nose uh with a like a pink lip and the judges really liked it but they said like it's kind of more of a fall look yeah and it's not very summery it's a little heavy it's a little heavy i think they're being picky i like it i feel like i think yonchen is amazing yeah but like fair enough i guess you know if if Sophie's eye look is juvenile, then I guess we can say Yang Chen's look is autumnal. Yeah. Um. So then we have Ryan's look, and Ryan does like a very like Ryan's model has gorgeous glowing skin, and so the the foundation is good. The eye is like the eye is uh like kind of a gold, and Ryan also kind of does inner colors, but it's like a much lighter version it's, than Yang Chen's. Yeah. And it's very mild. Like it's a very it's not a very, like, loud eye. Mm-hmm. It's very subtle. There's green mascara, but, like, you can't tell unless you get really Zoom close. Cover. And it looks really cool when you get up close. Yeah. But otherwise, you can't really see it in the, in the photo. But when they do a close-up, you see it. And the model has, like, very dark brown eyes. And really I, beautiful. I know from having brown eyes that, like, if you put a neon color next to them, it really makes them pop, even if you can't necessarily see the neon. Mm. So, like, it's a very smart thing to do I think um and so oh final campaign images Rachel we are of course looking at the images on Ariadne reviews bless Ariadne thank you for reviewing and giving us all these yes, images for us to look you. at because otherwise it would take me several times as long to watch the episode yeah I, I used to take pictures with my phone oh that's, that's smart that's very smart. I would take pictures with my words, and that would take a really long time. And that time. would take a way longer time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's faster to take a picture with your phone, I've learned. Um, Rachel's the winner. Woo, She's she so deserves. happy. And everybody's happy for her. They also give kudos to Nancy and Sophie and uh, Lisa and Chris are all kind of like – they yeah. they usually don't tell us who might be in the red chairs, and this time they were like, just so you guys know, you might be in the red chairs. There's three. They were like a little mad, I yeah. think. Espe- I mean, those eyelashes are unforgivable mm-hmm. from Chris. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So we stay behind and talk with the judges, and like I said, they are just like, usually it's so mysterious, and today it was like, nope, these are the three people we're mad at, and here's why. <laughs> Because I think, like, they feel like we've gone so far in this competition. They have to be really picky, but also the eyelashes are pretty bad. Like, that's a really minor – I mean, for for a makeup artist not to get eyelashes right. It, a it's, a t- it's a tough look. Like, it's yeah. not a great thing on your CV for yeah. that to be there. Right. I also think they, like, care about these people, so they're frustrated with them. Oh, yeah. They love them. That's why. And they're being nice to them. It's not like an acting program where they say they care about you and then they're like and then they really mean to horrible you. Horrible too. Like shockingly, scarringly mean or whatever. Um, so we have to wait till the next day to find out officially who is in it. Um, and it's Chris and it's Sophie in the mm-hmm. face-off chairs, in the red chairs. And Sophie has done like this very fun stubble beard makeup and like talks about how like they are like non-binary and people usually think like they present so female and so people don't take it as seriously but with the stubble it is like people take it more seriously Mm -hmm. and it's it is just like really cool to see how makeup can really structure 
a person's identity and how they can like or not structure that's the wrong word but no, like, but like make them feel how they want to feel in that moment like give them their in their mind or, or their how they feel like who they are their it takes identity their inside and brings it on it the outside, outside a yeah. little bit which i think is really cool like sometimes i feel i i don't i don't have i don't struggle with gender dysphoria but i do when i want to feel a little fabulous and then i do an i it really it does like I, I just I think makeup gets lumped into like a lot of things that women specifically yep. like mm-hmm. as dumb and none of the things are dumb but makeup I think is is really special and can be art or can just be like a cool way to express yourself even without it being art. Yep. Agreed. Uh and so ding dong on that bitch. Ding dong. So remember when I said before I can't always fight the patriarchy? Well sometimes I can. There you go. Redeemed yourself. No. I have to talk to I'm going to email my therapist in the morning. Um, so for this next look, I feel like all of the main challenges are this in one way or another. I agree. I was kind of, I missed the, I had to scroll back and say what it was because I mm-hmm. missed it. But I was like, this seems like I'm watching the, what I watch every scene, every uh, end of the series. It also seems harder because like if the goal is like do something that's like a space alien. And then you can interpret your version of a space alien. Mm-hmm. Then, like, you have more parameters and you can be more creative in yeah. a way. This was just another challenge of produce a bold, con- creative, conceptual makeup look that shows a moment of pivotal change in your life. It felt almost like, you know, when you write, like, essays on, like, end-of-year tests or something mm-hmm. or for, like, a college application. And so instead of, like... It gives you, like, so much room you almost aren't as creative. Like, half of these yes. people's things were, like, my journey from my day job to being a makeup artist. And it that – it was less exciting because they all – they are all makeup artists. Yeah. So they all had kind of, like, a similar – or a lot of them did. Story the line. ones who went outside of that, all of them were better. Yes. 100%. Like, almost to a person. I have some caveats there, I guess. But, like – um, so they bring in the models, and everybody has two and a half hours, except for Chris and Sophie, who have mm-hmm. two hours and 15 two. minutes. Mm-hmm. And Ryan immediately starts building an insane horn. Yes. And the amount of phallic jokes that were going through this episode was amazing. It did look like a dick on this model's forehead for a really long Until but, he started painting. No, and then he circumcised it. Remember when he snipped it? Uh-huh. Which in London, or in the UK, they don't always circumcise. So this mm-hmm. was... Here too now. Is that... I, I wonder have, how prevalent that really is. Um, I know a lot of moms who have not circumcised their boy. Wow. Yeah. Well, I hope no moms are doing it. I hope doctors doing it. Just the moms. Or like a moil or something, but... I was actually next to one getting it done when I was in the NICU with Piper. Oh, no. It's like this whole box thing that they bring over. I didn't watch it happen, but it was like right next to me. And they just did it. And he cried a little and they with a little box it was weird I mean not weird but it was like oh that just it's something that like you usually only see I don't know 30 to 35 years after it happens yeah right Mm -hmm. or whatever whatever. (laughs) okay so yeah Ryan's building a horn and then he does he snips the tip Mm -hmm. these makeup artists they were like we did prosthetics and now we love prosthetics like it really feels That's like they it for got them. permission I th- to do it there this is like just, all i know is glow up is now just gonna be prosthetics. glow up is now smoosh on yeah mm-hmm. beautiful Please. so um 
let's see. Rachel and Nancy both are doing long, thin black lines on their models' faces for their designs. And Dom says, like, if you want to do precision work like that, you need a long, thin brush, mm-hmm. which is something that I did not know. Well, you see, Rachel has it, and Nancy doesn't. Nancy doesn't have the long, thin brush, but, and you can see a significant difference in, like, the fidelity of their mm-hmm. lines. And the precision. But I will say, Nancy's color work underneath was blended to a T. It was like a mermaid scales. It was like, but it blended. It was so beautiful. It was like this. It It looked like a supernova. Yeah, it was so beautiful. But we'll get to those when we talk through the entire. Sophie does, like, just going through the workroom. Mm -hmm. Um, Sophie, Sophie is really strong. Like, Sophie... I think Sophie is, like, too young for this competition because they keep doing things and then second-guessing. Yeah. And it's just, like, a lot of, like, oh, no, because the talent is there. Yeah. I don't know if the taste level for me is there in the same way as some of the I other makeup artists. I was a little underwhelmed with their look, but... I felt like it was Hot Topic all the way. 100%. And the only cool thing that they did was that they used the, the gel 3D pen and then they taped it to um, the model's eye. So there was sort of like, it was kind of... 3D eyeliner. It was 3D eyeliner, but it was tall. Um, But they spent so long on the eyeliner, they didn't get to most of the paint uh, until it was like pretty far in. I also felt like if you do that, whatever. We'll get to the looks in a second. So just to go through these looks, we'll start with Lisa... I don't know how to say Lisa in a British accent. Some people might argue I don't know how to say anything in a British accent, but more Scottish Irish, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm trying. Let's see. So Lisa's look. So Lisa, right over there. So Lisa wanted to show her her transition, her seasons of changing from a normal basic teacher to a artist and a full time makeup artist, and so she did this like. Again, covering the eyes because we love a covered We eye. love to absolutely <laughs> torment these poor models. We like to Helen Keller these people. Because like, truly, <laughs> it is like Greek gods sending, like, harpies to attack. Both the eyes are completely covered over. It, it would make me panic so much. Yeah. But I'm not a model, and that is why, maybe. So Lisa does, like, kind of a normal lip, you know, just like a, a nice, like, basic lip. And then some... Some sort of like stripey, colorful stripes. It looks like actual paint, like thick, thick paint. It does like... go into like if a paint, um, if a paint palette. What's the thing that artists hold where yeah, it's palette. wood and it's it's yep. like you know when you see a cartoon artist mm-hmm. and they have like their little wooden palette on their thumb. It looks like that, but in a flower formation. And I don't, I don't hate it, but I don't really. see I think the judges also had to think like they don't really see the it's not a dramatic enough or it's too quick of a dramatic change from the lip to the nose but like it's still kind of blah at the top like it's the top isn't as colorful it seems like maybe Lisa ran out of time yeah it also I, I agree like I feel like do a normal lip and then maybe have like one side like one cheek still be normal mm-hmm. you know like add a little asymmetry in there like yeah transition is painful yeah and so maybe, like, show some of that. This was so stark. Which, to be fair to Lisa, I guess she was a teacher, then it was the pandemic, and yep. now she's on glow up. Yep. So for her, it was pretty fast. Um, 
Ryan's life-changing event was volunteering in South Africa for a rhino conservatory. And that's when I was like, Ryan is rich. Yes. Ryan is 20 years old, 22 years old, and has already done all this shit. And every member of his family has like... Is an impersonator. Kukaluist. Yeah. Ryan has like... I bet Ryan's family lives in a castle. They're trust funds babies. That's where they can do whatever they want. In America, we call them trust fund babies, but in Britain, they call them what, like landed gentry or like nobility they're, or they're, some kind they're of the part of the monarchy. Yeah, maybe Ryan's a prince, maybe like a lesser prince, not less. He's as equal to, as it. No he, person is less than anyone else's, but like he's like you know far back in line. Yeah, R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's done. So this dick that was coming out of his model's face is now painted like a horn and there's moss. But it's like there's moss on the neck, there's moss on the forehead, and then in the middle it's just like a gray and white face. And I think it's cool, but it's 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 not enough to me. I I think it was – and when I watched it, I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the dick forehead is still – funny to me because there's kind of a there's like balls underneath it like that are part of the texture but it it does look good I I think I don't hate it as much I don't hate it I think like a little I think I I like it better than Lisa's I agree with that and I think it's more it's very like precise Mm -hmm. but I think like you leave the whole face clean and then just do moss on the neck and the forehead like it also there's something like really upsetting about the idea of of Green's growing out of a rhino. But he's the color of a rhino. His face is gray, mm-hmm. and he's got the green. So there is a little bit of contrast. I thought he painted the face so well. It's beautifully done. I just think looking at this, Boring. I would think, is this about the rainforest? I would not get rhino from this necessarily. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Once again, I. <laughs> Amanda can clearly do better. So let's be real. <laughs> I right like. Wh- once again, not too long ago, I put both my blushes on one cheek. So, like, I'm not really in a position to judge. Okay. Yang Chen's. I didn't get it. Oh, and I loved it. Yang Chen's transitional moment, she spent her time, like, travel. She spent I some time traveling like it, through yes. Southeast Asia. And, like, it changed the way she sees the world, I think. And so she did this, like, it looks to to me. It looks like somebody painted a canvas and then, like, smacked it onto a person's face. It's very colorful and it's very, very artistic. It's very, yeah, like uh, like a painting. But it, 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 and I see the monk aspect with the bald cap, but I don't really still, I don't see the story she was saying. I think it's beautiful, but I think it's also something she's kind of done already. And that's fair. I think that's a fair critique. It's. I thought it was so stunning, and I don't think that the picture that we're looking at does it justice. Like, it was so multidimensional when you looked at it, but I do think, like, this is a challenge where a lot more people went a little more literal. Mm-hmm. And Yang Chen just used, like, a really cool technique. Mm-hmm. So the criticism was fair, but I thought this was stunning. So I don't know. They didn't like it that much. Ugh, Rachel's. Oh, I loved this. I love Rachel's, too. So Rachel's story was also, like, I used to be a, what, like, pharmaceutical salesperson or something, and now I am, like, figuring out 
how to make my life as a makeup artist. And I think the figuring out is what made it like a more mm-hmm. interesting story. Yes. So she does like, Rachel does love a cutout. She, she does. She loves cutouts. Cut out. She does that, I think, every episode. But however, this is great because she is basically a paint by numbers, basically. So she has a paint by numbers on one half of the face. Like the, the whole face is like a white paint by numbers with different numbers. Like the paint's not there yet. Right. Um, and then the, the one eye, which is a glamour eye, and the lip is a little bit of a glamour lip. Oh, the lip is good. I have been really wanting to do this like dark lip liner into like slightly lighter lip. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I haven't found the right dark lip liner remember for I told, me. Remember I told you, I sent you the video. Yeah. Of, um, it's eyeliner, it's um, like tattoos for your, not tattoos, but it's the, the stuff for your um, eyebrows. Yeah, but I can't find it in the right color. Because like, I don't need a dark brown like this model. Yeah. You know, like I need something much, much lighter. Much lighter. Yeah. And it's hard to find something light enough that still would be like normal for eyebrows and to use mm-hmm. on your lip. So I've been on the hunt. Okay, we'll look for it, Amanda Hunt. Oh. Oh. I'm on the hunt and I am the hunt? You are. Can you believe? This is cool, though. And you can see, like, all of the precision work with the black lines mm-hmm. on the white is, like, really incredibly difficult technique. So yeah. it's it's cool. Rachel is having a ding-dong kind of week. Ugh, Nancy. So Nancy's mm. story, I think, is the most beautiful, and it makes Marjorie f- full-on cry well, and I then I started too. crying I did too. once Marjorie lost and I lost it Nancy says like was it her dad her dad died her dad died and her the birth of her niece was like a light in the sadness so, the, so it was like the journey from like like indescribable grief to like indescribable joy yes and she, the paint underneath like I was saying earlier is that it's this beautiful it's green. It's it's pink blue. It's pink. It's blended such in a way where there, you don't. There's no lines. It just looks like it's all meant to be together. It's mm-hmm. so strikingly gorgeous. And then on top of it, she like she draws these dark lines, kind of like a cage almost. It would have been cooler if she'd drawn it in a full cage. I agree because it is. It looks like just black lines, stripes, yeah. and she tried to make them symmetrical. Dom gave her a good tip. Yeah. Which was like, if symmetry is not your thing, if you're not great at symmetry, um, don't try to make them symmetrical. Go more freehand with them. Yeah. Which that would have been cooler. It's like she did the absolute best technical work in the whole, like, in this whole episode and then sort of undermined it with this other thing. Like, yeah. But I don't know how else, how would you have taken all of that joy and added sadness to it? I think I probably would have put, like, X's all over the face. Like, just a bunch of X's. <laughs> okay, well, Kara would have lost So I would have won. Week. I think I might have had the edges be dark so that it looked like this gorgeous thing was, like, bursting through the sadness. Mm-hmm. Like, have, like, a tattered dark edge around yeah. the, the thing. Um, but also, like, I don't know. All of these artists are able to express themselves visually in a way that, like, I could never have imagined any of these yeah. things. You know, like There's... we we dog these these MUAs, but truly, well, most of them do. <laughs> oh, we just we just scrolled down. Most they all can do things that I cannot dream of doing. Yeah. So let's talk about Sophie's look. Um, <laughs> Sophie's journey, and I'm gonna say something that's like 
maybe overreaching, but like we're critiquing these episodes, so whatever. I think that part of the reason that this look is kind of shallow and silly is that Sophie's not being honest about what their most difficult transition is. Mm -hmm. Sophie says going from a child to a teenager was their most difficult transition, but like I think Sophie is very young, you know, and is still like figuring out who they are, how the world works. Like when you're in your early 20s, you just like, which we both are, you don't know, you just don't know. I don't know who you, you, you are. You can't yet. like sense. Well, you do know who you are, but you, you are, you, you don't have like the nuances of how you fit in the world and you're scrambling so mm-hmm. hard to figure it out. Yeah. You know, like it's not like, like I don't know everything now, but I'm a lot less worried about that. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, in my early 20s, which was like last year, I was so much more worried about like, if I'm like this, then this is the way that the world, yeah. you know, like you, you just like need things to fall so hard in different categories. And so if – I'm about to really shit on this look, but I will say, like, I think that it comes from not being honest about what is actually a struggle because moving from a child to a teenager is a universal struggle. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's like an easy... An easy. It's like a... It's it's fucking, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. And I don't know what Sophie's struggles are, but I... Like, I would be more interested if they were, like oh, I failed this test that I really wanted. Or, like, just something more specific. This is too generic. It looks like... It looks like bad Hot Topic to me. It is Hot Topic. They've done, like, zits, but with, like, gold beads. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of prosthetics. It's it's the eyeliner, which is cool in theory and I think looks not very cool in execution. Mm -hmm. They've added a hot red, red wig and... Ariadne Reviews has put a picture of Chucky from Rugrats underneath it immediately, which is why we started laughing when we scrolled down the floor. Yeah, because the eyeliner is kind of glasses-y. It's really, like, also... And then Sophie's done, like, a chain around the neck, which... um, The chain is cool. They erased it and then drew it back on last minute, like a bunch of second-guessing. Um, the judges wanted them to do all chains. I personally think if you're a white person, you don't need to do so much chain work. Like, I just feel like we're not the most oppressed people in the the world. Um, but, you know, we don't, I don't need to do like a whole big old thing on that. It was a miss for me. Yeah, I, I, this was very disappointing. It was a very blah look compared to everybody else's yeah and once again ariadne reviews has captured an incredible screenshot of all of them just horrified at sophia racing the chain yeah so it's 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 a bummer um but they finished with not nancy was the last person they 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 showed i I don't know how they would review them but i'm sure they like edit it so that yeah the most compelling one is the last Last one. one nancy killed me uh, and Kara yeah, and Marjorie, and all mm-hmm. of us crying cries. So then they say in this industry, you're only as good as your last look, which fuck. So so true. Um, Sophie, there's no denying that you're talented and have great ideas, to, uh, but you overcomplicate. Sophie, you didn't beat the seat. 
Dun, dun, dun. Chris, you've shown us you're listening. You beat the seat. <gasps> Boo! So that means there needs to be somebody who take the seat. Yeah. Who, who is going to go in that seat? And I've already forgotten Chris's look from moments ago. Because <gasps> we, we didn't, didn't talk, talk about, about it. it. Whoops. Okay, so Chris said, Chris also did. Well, I used to be something else and now I'm a makeup artist. And Chris felt like while they were doing that, they were a cake that was finishing baking, which to me sounds really stupid. And if my friend said it to me, I'd be like, yeah, that's kind of how baking works. But it's cake. We knew we were going to bring cake back into the world. It is on Netflix. I am surprised that what's his name from Is It Cake didn't jump out to try to cut this Mikey model's Day, face open. Right? Mikey Day, thank you, who seems like he's trapped in that show. <laughs> and burst out to be like, it's cake. <laughs> it truly, like, Mikey Day, if you're listening, can you just, like, DM me or something and let me know you're okay? Because <laughs> you seem miserable hosting that show, and I would fucking love to host Is It Cake. So <laughs> please, please let me get trapped in the Netflix Averse. Kara, feed my cats. Okay. Um, so Chris has done like really beautiful makeup. It's like very like red and orange. Like it's pretty. It's very pretty. The face part is pretty. The face part is pretty. And the pretty. prosthetic thing he made at home. And it's like a three layer cake with like they put whipped cream and strawberries legit on the prosthetic. And it's it's very cool. The judges <laughs> really love it. I was kind of like. <laughs> Okay. It's cakehead. Cake like it's just cakehead. It looks like cakehead. Like it looks like like um have you ever watched Doom Patrol on HBO? Yeah, yes. Where it's a bunch of like shitty superpowers. I feel like cakehead would fit right into the world of Doom Patrol. Oh my god. It looks like a beautiful young twink has been attacked by a cake. Like a cake was thrown. And then like and then the cake decided to fuse to his face. The cake fell in love with the face and decided not to leave. I mean, I guess it was well done, but like it's, it's to me it's just like such a random like, hey, it's like what's <laughs> oh, a season that changed you? Um my half my face cake. For all of the talk that we've done this episode, like you know, like, makeup is really art. This, to me, is is silly and not in a, like, fun, not taking yourself serious way, but in an overly serious way. Like, I'd be like, if someone came to Halloween like that, I'd be like, why? <laughs> but it's good. Like, it's well done. The technique is incredible. It's very well done. It's just not my, it's not my type of cake. It's not my cake. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't take the cake for me. It doesn't, for me, it, it also doesn't take the cake. But Chris beats the seat. He does beat the seat with his cake face. I just think it's, oh God. Well, I, I would, I don't know that that's the way I would have gone. We'll talk about who doesn't beat the seat in a second. Uh, the winner of this episode is... I don't know if we got the winner. Did I not write down who the winner was? I don't think I remember the winner either. Oh, no. We both literally just watched this. Oh, my God. We I watched it in segments because I have to watch it in segments. Several months ago, we did have COVID. So I just want you guys to remember that. I don't think anyone won this one. Is that true? I don't think they had a winner. Nobody got a ding-dong No one got Val. a ding-dong. That, then that's how they say the winner. They don't really do winners for these. They do winners for the challenges. I guess they don't for, yeah. like, the shorter ones. We take the ding-dong as a winner, but there was no ding-dong. No one got ding-donged. No one got a ding-dong. And a couple of people got advice that would make it ding-dongable. Yeah. 
uh, I think Rachel got that advice. They were like, you should have made the eye more glamorous. The eye, the glamorous part you showed yeah. should have been more glamorous, which I think is fair. You know what? I do think Chris should have got a ding-dong because he had a gig. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris gave them a ding-dong. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Ryan just gave them a dong. He hoped that they would give him the ding for it, and unfortunately, that's not how it works, Ryan. That's not not how it goes. So, so Young Chin gets a bunch of compliments, but has to go into the elimination for lacking texture and story. And, like, for my taste... Is it cake? Oh, and you're the next Mikey Day. Like, I just think Young Chin's was, like, more more art it was more art and again she's done the very cool colors the very like very well painted textures like the textures were so cool but she's done that before and there was she just painted a head like it was like she painted she, she did put a bald cap on and then just paint that in there and literally That's just fair. painted like there was no technique besides like knowing how to use paint and it is it is brave to make somebody a cake <laughs> Like that's a big swing, and to have it well executed, I can. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Chris. Because when someone calls me brave, I want to kill myself. Uh, that's that's the worst thing you can say about someone. But it's a big swing. Yeah, it's a bold. But listen, choice. it's bold, and it hits. It hits. It hits them in the face. I love it. <laughs> Look, the cake didn't fall. It didn't fall. The cake didn't fall. And there he had his cake, and he ate it too. You did. You ate your cake. He well, you didn't eat your cake, and that's why you won. He didn't win. He got out of the seat. You won not being in yes. the elimination. I guess we, nobody wins. The model We've, ate the cake. The model, well, I bet that model he was so happy to cake. peel that cake off. Yeah, the model absorbed the cake. Yeah. Or the cake absorbed the model. We'll see. We'll see in the next I'd love to talk to them. Yeah, we'll see if the model's just going around haunted. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just keeps saying, happy birthday. <laughs> Why? It's not a birthday cake, but you can see how you can see how Kara got there. I think we can all see that. So, and then they have new identical twins. Oh, God, how many identical twins are there? Just like four. So far, yeah. Just but, wait. And they're, they're in the they're in the UK. It's a small landmass. So tiny. Nobody there. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's wrap this up. Kara's getting very spicy. She's her cake is rising. Is. I don't have a single good cake pun. All of these have been like just us saying cake and then saying like it's like mm, I have cake at all. Like yep, cake it, cake, cake it or leave it. You remember? You remember that movie about gymnastics years ago called Stick It? Yeah. What if it's called Cake, cake It? it. <laughs> there cake we go. It. There we go. That's a clean cake joke. So. <laughs> So the elimination challenge is a powder matte red lip. This was really cool. This is very informative for me. I was yeah. like, oh. Mm. So they want the texture to resemble a rose petal. Um, and I wrote down, like, what do they get in their elimination kits? Like, is it like Ikea where you get the exact things you need? I think they have the exact things you need. I or do they... you get some stuff you can fuck up with? Do you get I... stuff that looks like you could I wish it? we would know. Wouldn't that be nice? You know what? If you've been on Glow Up, come on and talk to us about it. Yeah, and – We'll give you cake. Here, we have no way of giving cake to these people. If they come on the show, we can send them a cake. How, the, how are we going to send them a cake? What a cake are you going to send you them? You can order a cake and send it. All right. If you come on the show, we'll find a cake and we'll send it to you. 
Unless unless you're Chris and that's triggering for you because you felt like you were the cake and we'll send you something else. Okay. So they show them how to do it and it's like you do the red lip, you draw it on, it has to be precise, and then you go in with a powder. But before you go in with the powder, you have to apply like a heavy dose of translucent powder underneath the mouth Mm -hmm. so that when like the red powder dusts on the bottom, it's easy to wipe away. Yeah. Which I have – I have gotten so much shit on my face – doing like trying to do cool makeup translucent powder man dang it's gonna keep you from being smeary which i need to take that advice too i smear everything it it was like the show is the show is teaching all of us okay it's making all of us better muas yeah so uh they each go in with like a different technique and once again val and dom go in like they are looking for a hair in a murder investigation. They like, are They go deep. in, like, they are doing forensics on these They're twin models. They're in their buttholes. They don't go in their buttholes. It's just their mouths. If they just go close in on the mouth, they don't look at the... The models are treated very They're well. They're very respected. <laughs> it seems like Karis had more rosé, but she actually hasn't had a sip of rosé since we started. So... Oh, delirium. Just know. Just know that, I guess. <laughs> And my natural humor. I thought oh, no. this was rude that they were shocked that it was so close. Because I was like, oh, did they think Sophie was going to really fuck this up? I think they did. I, like, think they were, I think they were really shocked that they did so well. Yeah. Like, it was both, both of them did a really nice job. And so they give the final critiques and they say, Sophie, you don't have the right texture. Yang Chen, you didn't get the extra powder off the chin. Which I was like... Okay. Like, I don't know. You can barely see it. Both of these are pretty nitpicky because it's like, Sophie's texture wasn't as good as Yang Chen's, but it was still very good. <sighs> yeah. Um. So they say, Sophie, it's time to pack up your kit. And they are like sad. And she, Sophie, they and Yang Chen like hug so, so hard. hard. It was very sweet. And then Yang Chen comes back and everybody is thrilled. And then also, like, I just wanted to say, like, Dom is wearing, like, this fuzzy gold cardigan with, like, a giant, like, mm-hmm. like a Care Bear-style heart over, I guess, over the left, like, side, side. I think just the side the heart's on. Oh. And it was so cool. I would bet that it costs $1,000. Probably. But I want it. And I keep forgetting he, that he has pink eyebrows. He does have pink eyebrows, because and he's he, just really quietly wearing them. Because his glasses are thick. And you can't see. He has these like big black rimmed glasses and then underneath a fun little pink eyebrow. Little pink eyebrow. They're having fun on this show. Everybody, everybody's really showing up with like fun looks, but it doesn't mm-hmm. feel to me like like I know that I have really come after some of the contestants of sheer genius for looking Janine and Tiny Hat for looking so stupid. And these contestants feel so chic. Yeah. And it's so, it really makes me wonder, like, oh, but in 10 years, would they seem like they were trying hard? Or are these, like, outfits that they're just comfortable yeah. in? Yeah. You know? Like, I, I don't I don't know the answer to that. But it's very cool. And I, I love it. I love this series. I can't wait to finish the season. It's going to be exciting. I'm really excited for the end. Yeah, like, the it doesn't feel like a competition because it feels like they all win every week because they're so good. But there will be a winner. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see who wins. wins. Bye, Bye, right. Stay tuned for next week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day, and remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing out the pod.